Today, $70 billion of Christians' money is invested in funds that support abortions and anti-family lifestyles. We want to change that. This is FBI, faith-based investing with Anthony Wright. God's not dead, he's surely alive. Hello and welcome to today's faith-based investing with Anthony Wright. Thank you so much for tuning in. What if we told you that evil was spreading throughout America right now under our noses and that your investments and your pensions and your retirement funds may be part of the problem? And if this surprises you, stay tuned for what's coming next. With me is my good friend, Anthony Wright. Anthony, how's your day going today? Tom, it's going great. It's always uh, good to be with you, good to educate the listeners, and uh, looking forward to see what's ahead of us today, see what what kind of questions you have for me. Well, fantastic. And uh, I know people are thinking about a lot of different things. Suddenly, they're focused on their retirement funds, those statements that come in the mail, or when they check their uh, email update or their uh, website app about the status of their retirement funds. And some of it's not good news for a lot of people. What kinds of things are listeners saying to you and your team when you talk to them? Well, it kind of depends on the hot topic of the day, of the hour, of the month, of the week, so on and so (laughs) on. Uh, Usually what they're asking about right now is inflation is just absolutely out of control. So, you know, we're running a 9.5% inflation. I think the rate, um, the feds are going to raise the rate again. They raised it three quarters of a point not too long ago. I think you're going to see them raise rates again. They're going to try to slow down this inflation. And that's pretty much what people are asking. And and a lot of people are really kind of flipping out about the market itself because overall we are now in bear territory. Um, You know, the bear has now been running 20 some odd weeks, 25, 26 weeks. If uh, we don't pull out of the bear market and continue that course and continue down that path for three more months then we're then we're entering into a contraction or we're entering into a um you know not a not a real good a good time because at that point in time we've been in it for six months so they call that a contraction or um, uh, another name might be a recession kind of thing but uh you know we got midterm elections coming up uh in november i think that's going to be a good shot in the arm for everything and the economy um, at the end of the day you know people say what what's driving the market down I mean, you just can't continue to print money uh, the US government just seems to just print money and you know it golly it's try to go somewhere and stay in a hotel and eat eat out and I mean I mean it's just incre- it's just crazy what what things cost nowadays and um, you know, it's it's always been the whole concept. I, I tell people all the time that, you know, when you start paying off student loans for people, you start raising minimum wage for people, you know, small business owners don't just take it in the shorts, right? They're going to be law-abiding citizens, and they're going to they're gonna raise the price of everything to cover that minimum wage. So if you've got a small business owner, and he, you tell him you can't pay this person seven dollars an hour. You got to pay him fifteen dollars an hour. Well, there's a certain group of people in our in our country that think, well, hey, you know, the small business owners make all the money. They should pay somebody fifteen dollars an hour. Well, okay, where do you think that small business owner is going to get the money? It isn't going to come out of his pocket. So he's going to raise the price of his goods sold, right? 
So it was kind of like it was kind of like here in Tennessee, right? So everybody probably can tell I've got a southern accent. So I'm here in Tennessee, and we we had a senator that was pushing a gas tax, and his major line hmm. was, "Well, I own a trucking company, and for big trucks, our gas tax is going to be fifteen percent." We're only charging you, the consumer, the average consumer here in our state, eight cents per gallon. So hey, look, if I'm paying fifteen cents per gallon and I'm for it, you should be for it, only paying half of that, which is eight cents a gallon. Wow. To which to which I replied, Well, that's easy for you to say because you're gonna pay fifteen cents a gallon and then guess what you're gonna do? You're going to pass it along to the person that you're picking up their their shipment. You're going to call it a surcharge. You're going to call it a gas, you know, surcharge. Or you're going to go up on your shipping rates and cover that. So your average person that's a salary person, that's an hourly person, they're not going to be able to charge that extra 8% for the gas tax. That's what you're seeing happen in America today is they are just on a spending uh, spree and you just can't you're seeing people hard working Americans that it's hard to keep up with nine and a half percent inflation you can't find things the supply chain is down where they shut everything down for COVID right. now they're now they're saying monkeypox is is out they're starting to issue a national emergency for that I mean look I'm all for safety and I believe we should be safe but you know Tom back when we were kids man we I mean I don't know about you, but I I ran around on the farm barefooted and eat more dirt than I did food, <laughs> you know. And and our, and our farm, we were always you know around animals and swimming in the creek. And I mean, we didn't ever have the issues that you're seeing out there today. But uh, that's what that's what most people are talking to me about. That's that's pretty much what everybody you know. They just can't believe the world we live in that it's so expensive to live in. And they can't believe that inflation is growing. And then they want to know what's going to happen to their money because it seems like the stock market is on this never-ending decline. The good news is is we trade using stop losses. So a lot of our clients have already been stopped out and moved into cash. So we're not even feeling the brunt of that. We are talking to Anthony Wright, and this is Faith-Based Investing. And, you know, faith-based investing, really all it is, is it's, it begins with the decision to line up your faith and your moral beliefs with where you put your retirement investments and your savings. And you can watch the video right now at BibleSafeInvesting.com to learn more. We're going to talk a little bit more about uh, stop losses and faith-based investing in a moment. Anthony, but you were talking about growing up on the farm. How has that informed you, or how has that maybe changed your perspective a little bit, doing what you do today as a pretty important, well-known financial planner, uh, helping people with their finances? Well, it's been, you know, it's been critical, in my opinion, in a good way. Um, you grow up on the farm learning how to adapt. So by learning how to adapt to situations, because, look, on a farm, you're going to go out and plant your crop, what if it don't rain? What if you don't get the necessary rain? What if you get too much rain? What if what if what if we get a drought and you've put down fertilize and the fertilize don't even germinate the seed, right? So on a on a farm, you have to constantly adapt with your circumstances. So I've been doing this now invest be investment field for over 15 years. 
So I can tell you over 15 years, we have to adapt to a lot of different things. Consumer spending, CPI, which is the, which is the inflation index, market up, market down, market going flat, market going sideways. There's a lot of things that we really have to adapt to on the fly. And me being raised on a farm has really helped that. And it's, it's enabled me to not think much about it. I'm used to just thinking on my feet. A lot of times we would be having a baby calf or a baby horse or a baby pig or, you know, we'd, we'd be having a, a, you know, some mm-hmm. type of birth on the farm and, and they would get stuck. So we would have to pull them out. We would have to, you know, save the life of the baby being born. So we were constantly dealing with circumstances that it doesn't matter what you wake up today and think you're going to encounter it never works that way on the farm it come a storm last night guess what happened blew a true tree limb down across the fence now you got to mend the fence because your cattle or your horses are going to get out it's constant change on the farm so even if the vegetables and even if your crops that you're growing and all the things that you're growing if even if it's a good season you still got to know how to adapt to that because now you go out and pick your crops now what are you going to do what you know what if the price of them dropped right i mean it's never ending as a farmer it never ends and that's why i tip my hat to farmers that are still doing it today because it's a it takes a special person you got to really think on your feet you got to be very very smart so many Mm -hmm. people think that farmers are uneducated people. That is the furthest lie you will ever be told. That's the furthest lie you'll ever be bought into. Now, I I respect doctors and lawyers and executives and and ministers. I expect all these people. I do respect them. But let me tell you, my respect level is off the charts for farmers because I grew up that way, and you wake up in the morning not knowing what things you're going to have to adapt to that day. Uh, you know, coyote attacks the flock and kills some of your animals. You know, there goes 1400 bucks a calf, you know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's just, it just goes on and on and on. And farmers are some of the smartest, most intelligent people that you will ever be around. And, and due to that, not that I'm tooting my horn, I'm, I'm not saying I'm all that. I just, you ask me how the farm affects me as an investment advisor it, in my opinion it gives me an edge on a lot of people i'm not i've got the book smarts and i understand that that side of it and i've got my degree on that side of it but i'm not i'm not i'm not common sense stupid you know <laughs> i'm i'm very common sense i'm book smart but i'm very common sense smart and so a lot of times you may be seeing the market go down well what's the common sense thing to do See, most of your book smart people will pull the ripcord and get out, <laughs> right? right. What's, the, what's the best thing to do? The best thing to do is set a stop loss. If it goes down 10%, you bail out and move over to cash. Now it drops on down 30%. What do you do? You buy. Why do you buy? Same reason you go to, to Walmart or your grocery store and you buy something when it's on sale because it's on sale. You buy it on sale. See, that's the common sense side. So you don't just get in and just... Case Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be, and just let the market steal your money and take all your money away. That's that's book smart dumb, because because you're you're just going to put your clients' money in there and it's just going to erode away at nothing. 
So what we do is we come in and put stop losses. And then because of those stop losses, we will stop you out and we will limit the loss on the downside. So you might have a 20% gain in your portfolio, but we got a 10% stop loss on your portfolio. And now when it drops 10%, bam, you're moved over to cash. So you got a 10% gain. We are talking to Anthony Wright, and you've taken such good care of us and our family finances, and I want to thank you for that. This is Faith-Based Investing. Anthony is an award-winning financial advisor. Not only that, he's a fiduciary. Now, that's the designation you want to be looking for when you're getting wise counsel. If you're a retiree, a pre-retiree, or even someone getting an early start in planning wisely for the future. And what I like, too, is you understand my spiritual concerns. You understand that... um, I want to honor God with our income and our giving and our finances. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more with Anthony right after this. Hi there. Are you aware that you are possibly funding abortions, same-sex marriages, and even sex trafficking through your investments? The truth is, people don't really know. I'm Anthony Wright, host of Faith-Based Investing. It's great that you're investing, but you need to know what your investment dollars are funding. My goal is to keep God's blessings on your investments by keeping them Bible-approved. As Christians, you and I should know if these companies inside our investment portfolios are using our money to support these ungodly things. And if they are then we have a moral obligation and a responsibility to change that. So I'm offering to screen your investments today absolutely free to see if they are Bible-safe and God-honoring. Visit me at BibleSafeInvesting.com. That's BibleSafeInvesting.com. Or call me at 931-RETIRED. You're saving and investing for the future, and that's good. While you build and save, have you ever stopped to think, where does my money actually go? Am I investing in things I don't believe in? We have answers. This is Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright. And this is Faith-Based Investing. Thank you so much for listening to our broadcast today. My name is Tom Levine. And Anthony, can you tell us a little bit about self-directed brokerage accounts? What are they? How do they work with 401ks? And uh, those are things that so many people have today. What do you do to help those folks? Self-directed brokerage accounts are something that's a little bit tricky, uh, only because it determines what determines if we can help that person or not is the plan that the company, the corporation, has signed on to. So some plans, Fidelity is probably the largest one out there. Fidelity is one of those that says, hey, we're going to put a little window in this 401k. And this little window is going to allow our employee to go outside our company and get an independent professional investment advisor to help them. All right, so most of your large companies do this. It's the smaller companies that we find that they don't do it. But most of your large companies, they're all about uh, uh, allowing their employee to have options and to perha- to have mm-hmm. professional representation. 
I mean, you wouldn't want to go fix your own automobile on your own. You wouldn't going to go put your own swimming pool in ground. You wouldn't want to build your own house. But yet, why do these companies expect you now that you work here? Oh, we offer a four hundred one k, and we match three or four percent. So uh, good luck. Put your you financial know? expert hat on and go do this. Exactly, and it's the craziest <laughs> thing I've ever seen. And people start putting away, you know, six, seven, eight, ten percent of their income. But they don't. But they don't know what to do with it. And so, if you're with a larger company, usually the larger company will have an option called a self-directed option. So, if you want to know, ask the HR department. The real kicker is sometimes the HR department don't even know. So, what you'll have to do is you'll have to call us, and you'll have to let us know that you have a 401k. And that you're wanting us to check and see if it has a self brokerage window inside that 401k. So as long as you're willing to let us run it for you, we can do the check, we can do the test. Uh, we'll we'll be able to call, we'll be able to ask the necessary questions, and if it is, then we'll be able to help you, and we'll be able to get you that outside management. You know, sometimes before you can do the right things, you have to stop doing the wrong things, and maybe the wrong thing you're doing is to do, uh, you know, self, do-it-yourself investment planning. Uh, maybe not the smartest thing, kind of like doing, doing self, do-it-yourself uh, surgery. I wouldn't suggest that either. Um, you know, we talk about a lot about uh, how publicly traded companies are using our listeners' money to fund plenty of left-wing causes. And those causes usually go against biblical values, in my view. Uh, so what's the process? How do they fund bad things, and what do you do about it? Well, the way they fund bad things and the way we catch them is is every year these publicly traded companies, um, they have to file what's called a 10K annual report. And in that 10K annual report, we're able to take a look at this is where your money's going, this is what, this is what they're doing with your money. They can't give away $50, much less $50 billion or $50 million or $5 million. They're a publicly traded company, so therefore they have to disclose that. So it, we have a software, and that software will go out if all we have to have is your statement. Once we see your statement and we know the ticker symbol, we're able to take that ticker symbol, plug it into our software. It will search the 10K report, and it will come back and tell us exactly what they funded with your money and nine out of ten times your portfolio is dirty nine out of ten times you're going to be funding things that when you go to church on sunday or wednesday or saturday whatever day you go to church you're going to more than likely be funding the very thing that you stand against so if you're pro-life you're going to find that your portfolio, your money, is funding abor uh, funding mm -hmm. abortions. So if you're if you're pro, you know, or I guess I should say if you're anti uh, tobacco because someone died in your family due to you know cancer, lip cancer, lung cancer, we have those calls. People say I don't want to I don't want to fund any tobacco. Well, we check their portfolio, and what are they funding? Tobacco. They're funding lobbyists. They're funding the tobacco company. 
I had a minister one time, Tom. He listened to us on this program, and he called in, and he said, I'm going to let you go ahead and run the screener, but I know I'm clean because of my denomination. They, they wouldn't put me in anything. I said, okay, fine. So we got the report back, and I said, I said um, what are some of your hot buttons? And he goes, well, obviously, the number one hot button is abortion. I'm a, I'm a pastor. I'm a minister. So I don't want to be preaching pro-life and be funding abortion. And I said, okay, well, congratulations. You've been funding abortion 82% of your money that you've been putting in this wow. fund has funded abortion. They have taken 85% of your money and funded abortions. He's like, how's that possible? My denomination don't let me. And I'm like, well, you can't lie with a 10K report. Mm-hmm. So here it is. <laughs> they're, they're the ones that reported it, not me. <laughs> so don't shoot the messenger, right? So they, they reported on their annual 10K. We just checked their annual 10K to hold them accountable. And then he goes, well, I sure don't want anything to do with liquor and alcohol. And I said, well, congratulations, 10% of your portfolio is funding Jack Daniels whiskey. Wow. And he was like, what? You've got to be kidding me. And I said, no, look, open up your email. Read it for yourself. There's the report. There is the tenu- there's the 10K annual report right in front of you. And so, man, he he moved it immediately. He was like, get me out of all that. Get me into clean funds. And so we did. We moved him out of all of it. And that is a pastor that is that is have a 403B with his organization. Now, imagine if you're listening today and you have a 401K or an IRA or a 403B with a, with a denomination. Just because it's with a denomination does not mean that it is safe, does not mean that it is clean. They don't even know how to run these, these reports because nobody wants to take the time to go check an annual 10K report and hold them accountable for what they're doing with their money. Man. Well, your investments may not align with your morals. That's why we do this program. This is faith-based investing. And if you're not sure uh, that your money is not going to abortions, pornography, and alternative lifestyles, uh, the alcohol and gaming industries, if you're listening today, you wouldn't send a check to help fund any of those things, but you may be doing the uh, moral equivalent of that, not even knowing it. Things are not the way they seem. And if we've uh, learned anything in the last few years, that's something we should have learned. Anthony, when people go to your website, what are they going to find, and how can they download your free book, No Obligation? Well, the best thing to do is go to BibleSafeInvesting.com, and you're going to see a Get Started, and you're going to click on that Get Started, and we're just going to screen your portfolio. It's really that simple. But once we... screen your portfolio, then we'll come back and we'll tell you, based on the annual 10K report, this is what they're doing with your money. They can't run from that. They can't hide from that. It's in that 10K annual report. So we're, that's where we're going to start. Now, how do you get the free book? You can do one or two ways. Once you click on that link and you get started to let us screen your portfolio, which is absolutely free, it costs you nothing. 
All right, doesn't cost you anything, just a little bit of time to say screen my portfolio. You're going to get an automated email, and that automated email is going to have a PDF version of my book. And that will get you my free book. Very good. There's also a 10-minute uh, tutorial on how faith-based investing works right there on the website. And you can uh, learn more that way. It's only going to, you're going to be doing something in 10 minutes. So why not inform yourself and be a lot smarter 10 minutes from now than you are right this minute? And you can call Anthony and schedule an appointment, leave a message, and his excellent team will get back to you uh, very soon, early next week. The telephone number to call is 931-RETIRED. That's 931-R-E-T-I-R-E-D. 931-738-4733. And faith-based investing just begins with a decision that you make. You can learn how to screen and clean your investments when you uh, talk to Anthony. And again, no obligation to reach out and just get your questions answered. Christian families really can be certain that their money is advancing biblical principles and really, it only took me about 15 minutes to gather up the materials you needed to screen and clean my investments, though it's not big uh, devotion of a bunch of time to make it happen. Anthony, thank you so much for being on the program today and helping to inform our Family Talk listeners. Well, thank you, Tom, for helping get the message out there and helping us find people. And look, if you're listening today and you want to really do a good thing and support the right things just reach out to us, BibleSafeInvesting.com. That's the website, BibleSafeInvesting.com. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next week. Do you know where your investment dollars are going? Anthony's team will screen and clean your current investment portfolio. You can always count on receiving the three C's. Anthony's plan for you is customized, comprehensive, and complimentary. Tell a friend and listen next week for Faith-Based Investing with Anthony Wright.